Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. We have a lovely new piece of content. It came about from one of our podcast video episodes yesterday. And it is not going to be a random. It's going to be a consistent one throughout our new year. And as we identify together the securely attached person, the ones of you who are interested in being a 5D mystic or enlightenment soul age group or your own functional adult or all and in the same. So your relationships are always expanding. You have a window of welcome for emotions and you have a window of welcome for the sciences. So the ancient stories are not uh, ringing true to you. In fact, you kind of know, this is for my mystics, that when you hear people talking about prophetic messages and like, full armor of God, you're getting the opportunity to break curses and to move beyond the transgenerational curses. Okay, it's not so much the stuff, it's not the words, it's that they're literally reading to you as if they are from the medieval times. Okay, so you will have, if you're 5D mystic, a complete disconnect. You're only in a 5D mystic plane if you have not wishful thinking in the way of a broken-hearted three-year-old. Let me explain. Adaptive children are individuals who do not know about their nervous system or their attachment system for that matter, and that they're leading life either with hidden, it's not hidden so much as it's unresolved and, you know, the big trauma, okay, uh, childhood development, individuals who are distorted in their view of life, it's unfortunate. But we... 5D mystics, functional adults, enlightenment soul age of individuals, the 5D collective are people who integrate woo-woo-ness and sciences. Okay, so we don't have those who are cold and rigid. They are one focused and their services, their intellect essentially is serving its purpose. They're very boring to be around. In fact, I have no interest personally to be in any kind of debate with them uh, because they have sticks up their asses. That's why I'm very happy to be a woo-woo lady, to share voices and stories with the people who want to be their whole three-year-old hearts and to actually understand that healing trauma involves you in your relationships. Being able to look at those who want to heal, of course, as whole and not shame them or blame them or fault them or do anything remotely to let me revenge or be nasty to you, especially if they have been nasty towards you. What do I mean? Our oversoul is always the opportunity to grow. And 4D does not allow you to know this because they keep on creating what teenagers do, a competition. So adaptive children, they don't know their worth. They are still defective. In fact, what they don't understand is that their shiny, shiny and the hiney are why they get uh, leered. No, they don't get leered. You hear them all out there yelling at each other and talking about humanity as pieces of shit. Honestly, this is where I've always been pretty much bothered by it. I just figured I'm one of the few humans who's like, what are you doing? Do you not know you're insulting yourself? Now that I have proof for myself, I'm like, oh, you know what? I can speak up about it more because I can actually share with people. Do you know about your attachment system? Hmm. How do you feel inside your body if I say be yourself? No, I'm not going to do any of that, by the way. I'm not a codependent type. So again, we are here to create a group of people who enjoy being human beings. I'm not here to tell you what to do. No, I don't give you lists of what to do. I work with you if you want to be yourself, as it always has been. Now I know how to share with you, though, the journey of emotional regulation. 
So it's needing to be easy for you to tap into your body. If it's not, that's okay, but we talk about that. We talk about that with knowing there's good trauma therapists and you want the good ones, so the ones who look at you as a whole person. And that when you go there with potentially compulsive habits, you understand there's nothing to be ashamed of or feel defective of, and that the feeling that arises is because of already there being beneath the surface attachment wounds, trauma memory, and you don't need to get angry at anyone. Some people will most likely want to pursue the path of pro not projection, but there's a grieving process once you figure out you didn't get a childhood-centric environment, and that basically your entire life until you recognize I'm not home within myself, that you are not living, you were not living a life that is yours, okay? So I don't know that feeling because I have a good relationship with my feelings. That's why I said uh, it's not projection per se, but when I see people who are still pissed off at their family, I'm like, okay, but if they can't succeed to get out of transgenerational trauma, you're really going to hold it against them. You know what it's like to be oblivious to the truth of feeling in your body okay about yourself. Okay, so it is the teenager and a teenager's land when people are like, this is unfair in the feeling body. Okay, so a person who's inclined to be a 5D mystic will not in any way, shape, or form, be into, let me justify my pissiness. The minute that emotion comes up, we know what it is, the unfair business. It's like, yeah, that's not true. (laughs) You're just being a pain in the ass right now. Or no, not really. But we have many different ways, the mature, emotionally speaking person. It's not about shaming ourselves. It's about equanimity. So we know how to hold ourselves in equanimity. This is because we have a relationship with the right mode of our brain and the left mode. So we don't have a shame cycle. Inner critic, outer critic. Those who have healthy self-worth, they have maintained their whole three-year-old heart. They did not fall into the dreamland. It's not a dreamland. It's just people growing up to be teenagers. Uh, And on that note, we don't need a script in order to be in romantic relationships with our lovely oversoul, please. Yeah, that that part, let me, I'm trying to fix my microphone so that it doesn't scratch against, I have some extra layers, it's getting cold. Okay, let me get back to our topic. If you're a new listener, I'm a mystic, so I'm also reading some lovely tarot today. It's accompanying our message. And as I was saying, the 5D mystic knows that there's not a wishful thinking magic wand, and that's not because miracles don't happen. No, it's that there is a bigger... There's a bigger picture behind all of that subject matter stuff. Not going to do any of it right now. Once we have a group of 5D mystics, we can consider your questions. Depends how in-depth you want to go. And remember, it's subjective experiences. So I will share with you my food for thought. There are no truths. There are no one answers. When we look at the sphere of space and energy, there's many different subject matters that you would want to embark on learning before you could even come up with a valuable for your own self hypotheses, okay? I have the knowingness of the whole miracles things already. I have it known in my brain, but like I said, it's a subjective knowingness. So if you're curious, you can say, I want to know what you think about that, and I'll do my best to get an episode for you out. So in the meantime, when we are 5D mystics, we know of the new stories, which involves our lovely 
trauma experts, mental health experts, subject matter experts, neuroscience, AI, technology. So as we moved throughout the transition from a 3D plane to 5D plane, nobody got lost if you're a 5D mystic and you already knew there's no spiritual warfare. What are you talking about, people? Why are you all... So whenever I'm encountering 4D, they're just a bunch of teenagers who want to yell at each other and keep on getting those bystanders. That's why the shiny, shiny blinds them, is that they want someone to speak the way they would want to speak. And they get all together, and as a group, they speak against each other. And then they feel special. Because, see, they're looking to their leader to be the parent who's soothing them, who's bringing forth the very same pain points so they didn't heal their trauma. They didn't heal any of the areas that they could. And, in fact, they're in other soul age groups. I should specify that as well. They will continue to learn about their self, and they will continue to live a life that does not vibe in the high of an enlightenment vibration. Okay, so... I'm going to organize again. I share with you how to be yourself from voices and stories, and the channel guidance is supportive, but you choose where you go, how you move through your life. I'm not going to be here to say, ah, I can lead you to become your enlightenment soul age group. No, because the reality is it's going to be your choice. Tapping into your infinite higher human consciousness potential, that's a different story. And it will only be so if you move into neutrality and duality. So the advanced place of the inner growth mindset actually is where you begin to contemplate from a space of neutrality, your own duality, your shit, not the external world. Before you even bother going to the external world, you learn equanimity in your body. Otherwise, what kind of an adult are you going to be? You're not going to be an adult. You're going to be a teenager like every other person that we see out there basically getting charged. So when you find people who are actually equanimous, which are the more younger generation, I was just watching a couple of them. I don't usually watch too much TV, but sometimes I'm around TV, and I have noticed that luckily we do have people who are eloquent, equanimous, and speaking up about important topics with the correct verbiage as correct meaning we respect the ancient text but we're not in ancient times we've moved forward we're so sorry that some people do not understand that some of us are not included in your traditional household like a polyamory lifestyle we are not accepted by the monoamory mononormative people and that's not really nice but grown-ups know how to be like we don't really give a shit <laughs> Let's talk about it, and we will talk about it. So the people who are talking about it, and they're not making it an agenda, they're not yelling, you have to see our group, you have to respect our group. Those are all people. Want bystanders, come up, come with me, come with us. We want to heal our trauma by standing up like teenagers, because again, the emotion is, it's unfair, the world's unfair, and if you don't listen to us, then we're going to make you listen. You got a teenager with a zero one-year-old who has no idea that that energy is completely unnecessary. And that they're really doing harm to their body, by the way. And that they're not healed from trauma, not even close. No, no, they still feel like shit inside. But hey, let's ignore the insides and continue to think that being in a modulated embodied self is okay because that's how you stand up for things. Neutrality, how dare people use that word. So people don't understand equanimity until they are in equanimity or they understand the wisdom of their own ability to speak from a space that equals, oh, my body's totally cool. I'm speaking words out of my ass. Wait a minute, did not anybody know as you grew up that words are pretty much like air? Is, is this an issue here? Okay, so when you have your brain in check, it's because you got a left and right mode that work together. 
So the people in the illusion land, they're not people who have their left and right mode. Their right mode only comes up when they're being reactive, which is why they have no idea, even if they do all the yoga in the world, the minute you're like, next lifetime, I'm going to cut you out, I'm going to cut you, cut you, cut you. Yeah, okay, bye. Yeah, keep living your 4D plane and thinking of yourself as special because of Claire, you're not really that special yet, but then again, you are special because we're all special and you're just not vibing in what you think you're vibing. That's the enamored with oneself, by the way. Okay, on that note, your partner is you, first of all. Your home is your body. And if you do not understand the usage of your prefrontal cortex, it's because you have not tapped into your oneness consciousness. The minute any sensation comes up, and that's always, it's driving you until you're the one who can wield your own emotional plane. That doesn't mean suppression. It means actually expression. People who refuse to who refuse the call to uncover themselves. Some people, they need some time because childhood trauma is very painful when it comes up and it leads to confusion. If people are embarrassed, then they will be able to start helping themselves. If they find 40, they will not. But some people, they fall in love with magical thinking because they gaslight themselves. And because once you have refused something and you realize that there's a whole, but there's just so many things that can go into place when people understand, wait a minute, I didn't see clearly. Okay, so having compassion is what's going to help a person to stop being a teenager. And no, you can only see what you can see once you've learned about yourself. And your emotions, they all have a purpose and they all have a meaning. So the updated psych educators are important. Let me move into that. 5D mystics know that we're not armors of anything and they do not talk about the universe as if it's God. That means they don't feel the sphere of consciousness and Akash when you're channeling. You already have a relationship with the energetic imprint. So I'm here for those 5D mystics who want to embody more of your clairs because it's really beautiful. Now, the part about staying aware of whatever comes up, you have a window of welcome for emotions. If you do, then you can handle what comes up in your own body comfortably. You can sit in uncomfortability, uncomfortability with comfort, meaning if you're in a room, you got a bunch of people not happy with you being, for example, polyamorous, we'll use that, or mystic for that matter. Uh, both, one and in the same, between Reiki, crystals, dreams, Akashic record readings, and just knowing about my past lives and future lives, you could better bet I've been in a bunch of different scenarios. It's amazing. I have fun every time. And even when I'm pretty sure I'm in an environment where they're not actually looking to me in a certain way. Um, in fact, actually, I have a story for that one. I have one of my friends who likes to bring in drama, <laughs> <laughs> and I think one time she did speak a truth, but I was like, why would she say that? I, I, didn't, I didn't notice that about this person, you know, and really people project their own ideas of people to others. So there's always a lot of areas you're going to notice when people are not their adult self, because if they're an adult, they're not going to try and make it seem like you're a person that other people don't want to be around. We'll, we'll put it that way. Or that other people are scared of. <laughs> that word fear really makes me laugh when they bring it to me because I'm like, what? I'm four foot nine. How am I scary? So whenever somebody's used words, even intimidating, I still don't get it. I'm like, did they see me? Where, where's, where's, where's that coming from? <laughs> 
So on that note, though, um, when you have a three-year-old whole heart, this is the point. You don't have an issue being yourself. So whatever words come out of the mouths of people, you're not in a societal system in your brain thinking, oh, shit, my lifeline, meaning society, doesn't want me. No, no, you're an advanced. No, you're a person who understands I'm not living in the ancient times. I don't need a silverback. Because when you have a differentiated self, that means you are equanimously yourself. So you know you're imperfect and flawed. There ain't no shit to say about it. To yourself, people. It's called self-compassion. It's called knowing easily how to love yourself first. So if you don't know how to love yourself and be equanimous and to be healthy self-worth, you're not superior or inferior to anyone and to have an open heart towards humanity. The open heart means you do not see humanity as defective. We're not broken. Nobody needs fixing People can, if they want, return home to their self. These are all the people who have trauma stuff and attachment stuff. It's not just stuff. So every person on the face of this planet has the same embodied brain as you and I do. And the attachment researchers and trauma researchers, the good ones, have explained to the depths of what they have found so far, and they're going to keep on explaining it. And I'm so sorry that 4D doesn't understand, or 3D people, that there are no demons in the body of people. And this whole plane of hell, it's in the body of a person when they have human suffering. And as for the mind's eye and the sphere of consciousness, it's a bandwidth for a reason. So yes, those who choose to stay locked into that bandwidth, they will continue to experience what they're experiencing. And it's actually quite... I don't want to use that word. Um, Interesting is the word I'll choose to use. When I have seen, because I observe people that I watch. I watch tarot readers, Akashic Record, read all of it. I have a bunch of different people that I follow for reasons of being a part of the mystic community. And their entire facial structure has throughout the years gone through transformation as they have become religious extremists, quote unquote, nothing dangerous because otherwise they're going to get arrested. But their ways of channeling and everything they tap into, they're a reef. In fact, Patrick McNamara is who comes to my mind with his religious self. He says, there's two ways that you reorganize the self when you have religious dreams. And he has been studying brains. He's a neuroscientist, as other neuroscientists have about those cultures, shamans, religious dreams, nightmares, all this stuff. And they have found that people which makes sense, Uh, one, you are a state of self that has, one, your younger parts, if you're an adult, then you have them all sleeping, and you're here like I am, knowing if Kali comes up, hey, come on in, Shiva, hey, come on in, Krishna, Lila, so we have the ability to stay in our ventral vagal nervous system, the default mode network. If you don't know what these words are, call, no, don't call, (laughs) write me and make a note. But call me, there's a song. Long story short, there's a process. It begins with you learning how not to pout at life and then not suppressing it. It's day after day after day, understanding that dealing with the unknown, unwanted and unexpected is your right brain mode stuff. Your right brain mode doesn't like it because your left mode knows about it. And, you know, this is the whole part of existentialists. They've talked about it. The human condition is how I call it. People call it the human dilemma. It's not a dilemma if you work with just the facts. Unfortunately, you have what is called unfortunate. It's just human nature. You have secondary consciousness. You know that you live. You know that you die. That's why your left mode is always like, but I want to know more, but I want to know more. Well, your right mode... <laughs> can be like, okay, it's, it's okay, you don't have to, but that's only if you reassure yourself. 
Here is Sadhguru. When it comes to inner nature, if your consciousness is focused towards something, there is no power in existence that can stop you from getting there. What he is talking about is if you're using your consciousness, that, is, that one is confusing, isn't it? So again, first of all, to have a relationship with your pure consciousness means you would want to have awareness of you, the human being you the sense of self of you, all of your charge parts. We have zero, one-year-old, attached, panicky, three to seven, shame, submissive, freeze of all ages, flight 11, 12, fight 14, 15, 16. That means that you know how to be at ease even if you start to get agitated because something is personal. I'll just spell it out this way. When you can be at ease, you have been learning your ventral vagal nervous system response. It means that you know you don't have to close those fists like your three-year-old and then get all its unfair business like your teenager. They work together. When you are the adult, you you say, hey, teenage me, hey, three-year-old me, it's good. We're having fun. Come on in, Krishna Lila. There's no truths here. There's thoughts. These are voices, our voices together as we speak. We have subject matters. This is the independent relationship with information, Maha Samadhi Samadhi. It is something that you can establish as you choose to be equanimous, this is the neutrality and duality. This is the, I don't need to be charged when I'm in a conversation. I can be my spirituality process. It's basically you becoming an integrated brain and a restorative embodied self. So when you work with yourself, and this is straightforward for those who don't have childhood trauma. If you have childhood trauma that you're not tending to, there's attachment problems, which is really attachment wounds. There's body memories. There's relational control, self or others. So your your brain is scanning to see if it's safe or not, but it doesn't feel safe. There's numb emotional experiences because your emotional body will have been disconnected to keep you safe because your first year of life, you're not in a safe environment. You have emotional dysregulation. You don't know how to regulate your emotion. Hypervigilance is what leads you, emotional reactivity, isolation, there's belief-based self-sabotage or sabotage or harm. So these are areas that are very important. Difficulty focusing, potentially low frustration tolerance, erupt sleep, disorganized dissociation, low self-esteem, verbal abuse probably, something like that. Okay, and on that note, this is exactly why, as I was saying, for any person who has a more challenged approach to uncovering ease, this is not a bad sign, it is a sign that you're going to want to also work with someone who is good psychologist, good therapist. They have EMDR in their pocket that finds where there's non-integration from what I'm understanding of everything that I'm learning, I'm still learning, my courses are still ongoing, and they will be, because the information keeps updating. You want to work with child parts, and that's where, if your parts can't meet each other yet, that's where some people with dissociative identity, it's still labeled disorder, it used to be the multiple identity disorder. Some therapists, the mainstream ones who don't believe in the updated trauma information, they deny that it exists. They want to just pop a pill and give you medication, which is unnecessary if you have had what is childhood developmental trauma, because that means the first seven years of your life, your right mode, first of all, in your first year, didn't get to securely attach. Then your entire body had to shut down the emotional body, because again, you're, you're 
household was not safe. You only learned how to be in hypervigilance because sympathetic and dorsal vagal were your only options. Being in a dysregulated household, so this is where it's many reasons. Long story short, we don't have evil people running around, even though if you look at the scale of evil from Michael Stone, these are all people that can make use of a good therapist. And when they're using their diagnoses, because they will have been labeled by the bad therapist and told, oh, here's your label, here's your diagnoses, they will go around flaunting their labels as if, now I found out who I am versus, no, I'm a work in progress because this isn't who I am. This is a distorted version. I have not yet returned home to myself, my whole three-year-old heart. My, my implicit memory is still torturing me in a way that the self-sabotage, here's why, isolation, I'm defective. The feeling of twitching one's nose towards oneself is because that first year there was not safety within your body. It is not a brain. Your body doesn't feel safe. I, I know that some people, they really have a challenging time relating to it. I don't actually understand why. I understand why only because the trauma experts explain. An adaptive child may not want to meet their child yet their inner child because it's really really painful and scary like shit and to have the capacity to actually face that which will want to rise the minute it begins to make its way up it just feels immediately that zero one year old and so i don't know that feeling and that's why as i said securely attached people they could be way better off a lot of them are not because of other things but it's not of our concern in the end of it all when it comes to our new stories so we don't use the ancient uh, silverback stories no we use new stories and they are to heal trauma and bring in the humanity that every person has so we get to talk about being home in a three-year-old whole heart and just as always integrate so mystic stuff will, will integrate this and that there's not ever a lecture really it's educational because of integrating the psych education on the reason I'm woo-woo sort of science is because I respect those who build quantitative empirical data in years and years and years. But in the meantime, we do have enough data the past 50 years from a group of subject matter experts within the mental health community to know that not only is DID healable, borderline personality, also they are finding that there is potential for it to be disengaged. There is a difference with the amygdala. For BPD, it's uh, like a switch on off. So there's a mood from one moment happy to the next moment mad. But here again, if you were in an environment that your brain developed to protect you in time, it's only in time once you heal the trauma memory, once you have a good relationship with your body, once you have a good relationship with your brain, once you're on a roll. Okay, so our community is built of all people who either are moving into their three-year-old heart and they can use people that have the three-year-old whole heart, okay? So we look at each other as whole. We know that compulsive activity is not Satan and uh, we're not being brought to <laughs> fucking hell because of being so for those of us who are polyamorous and those who are even polygamous. There's no hell. What you wanted to know is what are you embodying and does it add to your energy and, and are you... A person who wakes up more energized because the compulsive activities so hypersexuality is actually something quite important and i've seen people focus on their agenda to allow it to be accepted this again here here let's get all the bystanders to stand up our group is right you need to accept that we want to that you're not talking to me about your health right now 
right? Now you're talking to me about what you are living as a lifestyle. My question is, are you out of your hypervigilance? One, do you know if your default mode network is only engaging when you are re-traumatizing yourself? Are you in these situations with an inner child that you are not seeing? Okay, so holding not separation and are their agenda, shiny, shiny, and the people who will want to join that agenda, they are all on a mission to be seen, to be soothed, help us to self-regulate our nervous system, meaning you all, society, have to accept us because society, attachment system, social system. We want our social system, our world, to accept us, and these primordial Feelings of fear come from our ancient silverback times when if we got kicked out of our group, we'd be dying with lions, bears, and tigers. We're no longer there. So now what we have are people who are voicing with, you need to hear us, and they're looking to change laws, and da-da-da-da. So we have a very different circumstance in the present moment. What the priority for the Enlightenment soul age group, mystic or functional adult, is humanity's well-being. I hear I want to support humanity. In my case, personal development, that's why trauma became something I started to learn about and attachment systems and everything that works your own journey to be yourself. Okay, so I don't do the societal topics. That's for people who want to get involved in those discourses. My discourse is if you don't know how your body runs, then let's take a minute and allow you to understand that where you have a charge, you have a charge. Step one, okay? And then we can go from there. For those who not have the business because they're not working with their nervous system. They're choosing to want to support something that gives them a self-soothing, but it's an externalized one. Then they're bringing in the whole mix of we're standing up to present ourselves. And so, like I was saying, there's... One group that is interested in allowing because of, for example, again, polyamory is one that I'm including because of the different types of family households, right? Same thing with same-sex marriage and adoption. So when we're talking about the family in this instance, we're talking about love and people and their households, them wanting something different. And we have the group that is wanting to allow a household to be built with love in the forefront. Then we have some, they're the ones who are wanting to be recognized. Those sound like the teenagers because they're all up and with their arms saying you are, and they're in their egos about it, okay? So when you find someone who's all-inclusive, what does that mean? It means that they're thinking about something from the heart, not from the head. The head is always going to be, and that's your left mode, um, more logical and it's breaking things down, and it's because it's a very in-depth, not necessary explanation. So I was using this as an example to say some people, they are driven from heart. Some people, they're driven from the mind, and they don't recognize that their heart is yet to be brought to the forefront because they're voicing in a way of, it's unfair, and we want what we want, and if you don't listen to us, we're going to make you pay essentially or however it is it goes uh 4d is all over that one with the whole spiritual warfare and ai and technology and basically people with ai and technology wanted to take our divinity away like that that one's even more hilarious it's like how dare you even use the word divinity i mean are we back with the exit talked about in a way of how how dare they compare us to god so 
Here's the part about a smart person, stable, mature, adaptive, rational, teachable. You leave alone what is ancient texts, meaning that those who have their religious institutions leading their way, they will become their own little patches of earth because they are not going to want to have anything to do with the people who they consider basically going and living a life of sin. Let them live in their little town all by themselves. There's no deal with it. They're going to have to vote, and if they don't, like the part about what happens with groups, there is nothing that we need to say about it. The only people who don't like to see groups are the ones who don't accept that differences. Sometimes they can be brought together. Some people don't want to bring it together. So there's always going to be a middle ground for the countries. They're going to figure out how to make the best of a situation. As I was saying, there's one aspect when it comes to a lifestyle of loving many that is something important, which is if I am with a partner or the, the same sex marriage and adoption, these, these are aspects that are wanting to be considered because the law has things to say about it. We are in an era where for the longest time it's supposed to be separation of church and state, at least in some countries, and that is not what is reflected. And so on that note, the reflection of separate what is a belief system to what is politics is desired at this point in time. We are in 2023. I, I'm not actually shocked at this. I wonder how other people don't understand that some people believe, some people don't. That's it. There's no need for any, any other debate. And also, FYI, the part that has always gotten me, and I'm a person who grew up with belief, you have to feel it. That's it. If you feel it and it's part of your journey, that's yours. There's no need or right to actually impose it because all of the scripture out in the world, from what I've gathered, for the monotheistic religions at least, there's only one, and you're not it. So you need to shut your mouth, basically, and be a humble human being and servant and leave it alone. If we really need to, you know, again, do scripture, then let's remember that no, no person is having the word of, and if any, and that's why the 40, if they need to be taught, prophetic, prophetic what? Did you go get uh, the Vatican to approve you? Because I'm pretty sure they're not, they're probably going to be like, ah, oh, no, they're all the theologians on a case with Reiki. I mean, come on, okay? So just say mystics out there that are using verbiage from the scripture and are being a contradiction. So these are all different topics. They're, they're not necessarily part of any one of your journeys, obviously, but the aspect of being able to be civil to each other is what is clear for any person who is either a functional adult or a mystic and in the Enlightenment soul age group. And knowing that we want to tend to what is of existential consequences, air, water, food, of course, countries with their systems, but that's why every country for now is still their own sovereign nation. So they get to decide how to handle the people of each country. And there you go, that's it. I, I don't do, again, those topics because the topic of loving oneself and moving out of the blinders is what I want to support to expand consciousness. And your relationships are how you can expand your consciousness. And then your relationships are how you can not only help people to work through their dysregulation. So let's help people to act for the system does what the system does and we go and vote and we go and do and we want in fact people that are going to be appointed to be better. Okay? So on that note, 
when preferences are preferences and you're an adult, you don't go and say, because I don't agree with you, I'm going to shun a stone. And so the ones who do do that, <clears throat> they don't actually know that they're projecting that they feel unworthy about themselves. So again, this is where the blinders are, but you won't be able to convince a blind person about anything because their distortion is their own. And it's not for us to have to do anything about because the grown-ups know how to say, you know what, we can agree to disagree. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for letting me in on uh, your opinions. Very insightful, perhaps. Perhaps not. It doesn't really matter. So, like I say, always, we don't surrender to some hand of anything. We make our own dreams come true because fairy tales are your own inner world and neuroplasticity uses the imagination as your primary agent every day when you wake up you are dealing always with the unknown and uncertainty and unwanted and by the way dealing with um, being unwanted is one of the most tuned into episodes which I am thinking about how to address that one and to share throughout the new year so dealing with feeling unwanted and also handling aspects that come your way without the weight. The part that I do know and that saddens me a little bit is that when people are searching for how to deal with feeling unwanted, it means they have a defectiveness shame button. And my sadness is not because of them not having a whole three-year-old heart yet. It's because I've seen most people who search for stuff like that, they don't actually understand how to move into their own worthiness because it's the minute that you're dealing with feeling unwanted that you have the chance to say I don't give a shit <laughs> I can be unwanted you're not my lifeline anymore I'm a grown-up who's thinking and I don't live in the ancient silverback and I don't need you to accept me for who I am I accept me for who I am and I stand up proudly and with love and it's not going to be by being an asshole to you no it's going to be by you're whole and I'm whole and I don't have a problem with you but like I said, this comes from a three-year-old whole heart, me, the person who hosts these episodes. And this is where standing up and sharing it with those of you who are here, it's because those who will want to be here will be like, you know what, rock on. I'm going to implement that feeling. It is not the thought. It is the feeling from your body. This is why I keep talking feeling, feeling, feeling. Your right mode of the brain is the only way that you're going to deal with unwanted, unexpected, and anything in the unknowns. And the minute that you have that longing and that sadness and that drop in your body or posture is the minute that you are being presented the opportunity to say to your attachment system, your zero one-year-old, hey, it's cool. We don't need a lifeline. Lifeline is actually air. <laughs> That's our lifeline. So please don't have anybody plug your nose. Okay, next, next on the list is you need water. You need water and food. That's your lifeline. No, people are, yeah, but you, you will want to be accepted by your peers. Of course, of course. <laughs> but some people, they, they won't like you. There's your other opportunity. And so, again, the three-year-old keeps moving into a whole heart if you are able to say, I'm not broken or defective because you ain't a lifeline. You're a attachment system in my own body that works a certain way and that brings about a certain feeling of fear that is part of my human being ancestry heritage when we were one with the animals, not the cliche sentences of, here, let me read this for you. 
um, there was a person who shared this. I was like, you know what? I need to translate. Most people are afraid of being truly free. So he was sharing a story about this. And I'm like, mm, well, yes, because the self of every person has an attachment system. And as neuroscience shows, the attachment system and the right and left mode. So neuroscience explains how the brain works with the whole lifeline. Obviously, they give it to you in a way of this is what you are. I'm sharing with you. Yes, that's a starting point. And here, I'm a three-year-old whole heart. I can tell you it's not been ever hard for me to say, I'm not defective. I'm just flawed and imperfect to you. I feel quite okay with being myself. So I think that what we're doing here is agreeing to disagree. Are you good with being friends while we're different or not? I don't need to stick around here. Okay, so the most people are afraid of being truly free, these sentences and stories. What the ancients didn't know, and they still don't believe in, is that we have an attachment system and a societal system, and they both play a role as we're growing up. And they continue to play a role in your life. I mean, I remember every time that I got probably rejected if I wanted to hone in on those feelings and I'm like yeah I'm not defective I'm just sad because I didn't connect and even in the midst of where I was thinking I would be accepted okay and that that one was an interesting one I still knew how to quote unquote suck it up like a grown-up and remember you have an ego others have an ego what leads it is always the person who's behind it the person who's behind it has a body and a brain they will seek that which they find valuable for their own inner and outer well-being it is independent from us if somebody wants to live their traumatized dysregulated dysfunctional codependent type relationships because that's what people have and continue to do whether it's 4d 3d or all the others with their ancient silverbacks they don't recognize the longing in the body is their own emotion because they're ignoring that they have an emotion arising they're like ah, i'm just gonna pout and I'm going to say it every day, and I'm just going to say it's impossible to vibe in enlightenment versus understand your attachment systems, your one-year-old and your three-year-old and your teenager. You're all not doing anything with your choice point of, hey, life, this is what it means to be truly free to say, you know what? It's not about fuck it in an angry way like this lady I saw who was meditating. It's about, yeah, it's interesting. All people are their own person. So when you are in a state of channeling, for example, or in flow, one or the other, okay, you have the selflessness, timelessness, effortlessness, and richness. The effortlessness is where fear comes up. And that's the moment that if you have a whole heart and you're securely attached, then you're not going to be afraid because you're going to be grounded in your own embodied brain. People who have had trauma, they don't have this opportunity until first they go home to themselves. They become their own inner child with their own teenagers and all the, all the parts, basically teenage and all the other parts, however it is they organize. And then they can start to have discourse in a way that is, I'm compassionate towards myself. I've chosen myself, I'm imperfect and I'm, inf and I'm flawed, I'm not superior in fear, I feel good to be me, even when somebody else is trying to shame me, that's the first step. So for people who have, again, healing on their journey, they need the ones of us who are good with imperfections and flaws, because we all are, and we don't shame, blame, fault, or any way, shape, or form, point a finger and say, ah, you're being a spiteful asshole, I bet you're doing this on purpose, oh, aren't you doing it, so... 
the part about the pointing of a finger in this way is because there are people that you will have in your life who are going to be in that. And no, it's not actually fair. And we don't pout about it. We share it with people who we know actually are expanding consciousness. You know, it's only when you know people don't judge people. And they're just a ear and you get to share stuff. But anytime I've used the word unfair, I really don't believe it inside of me and the feeling place because of being taught though how to be equanimous and also being taught how to recognize some people can and some people can't. And with that equanimity and explanation, we always do the best we can and then we keep on growing. And by having that type of parenting for me and the inclination of you being able to pick yourself up, that's the three-year-old whole heart that I had. So a person, once they get to their whole heart, again, this is straightforward. For those who have one, it's choosing to not be like, it's unfair. People with secure attachment who became teenagers and just ran along the line with that, they're not doing anything. They're not doing anything with their emotional plane because they're choosing to just use their silverbacks, and they could be out of their poutiness, but those are those other soul age groups. Okay, so new stories means we don't use, again, the whole ancient stuff in a way as if it's uh, indicative of who we are. The attachment system and your societal system, so your inner world is who you are. It is once you have a handle either on your window of tolerance and you can work to expand it easily, or anyways, you're pretty good with knowing your triggers and the compulsive stuff so again we work together as a community and as we build the community and the master class will come up hopefully as soon as I can get it together and then we'll start to integrate the community on telegram da, 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 da. but in the meantime as for episodes we consistently get to learn about you have a lifeline that is your attachment system and your societal system if you become compassionate towards yourself Know that the limitless possibilities with the universe as your partner and you surrendering is not an actual entity outside of you. And it isn't spirituality or spiritual. It's not a belief system. It's first of all, the right mode of your brain and left mode working together. So whatever sensations come up. And I believe it was Carrie who said 80% of what our memory is, is the body. And you had zero, one, two, three. Again, your child parts are all very important. And the first three are all implicit memory. So every sensation that arises makes sense, has a sense. You have to make sense of it. If you want, you don't have to remember anything. It's basically saying I exist and these sensations mean something. And I bring it to a space of equanimity again is the true land because it's not going to be I like it. It's going to be more of I don't like it than I like it. And the I don't like it is not because you need to have pain. No, it's that your brain, our brain, is an anticipatory organ. And so it keeps focusing on that which can cause some pain, hurt, basically what you're afraid of. It keeps control because it wants to keep you safe. So you want to keep yourself safe. That's why if you work with your mindset at all times, that's the, it's not juggling. If you're able to use, my emotions are here. I don't need to pout. I don't need to do anything with them. And I don't want to ruminate. You don't want a storytelling time. You just allow yourself to, Put both in your hands and then say, okay, the data points, okay, the feelings are these emotions. Here's my story. I don't need to use the story, even though you can say, okay, what's my recurring story? Ah, okay, I see you. 
And that's how you then move into expansion of your consciousness because you dismantle those equations and you move into them more. And here's those disparate ideas during REM sleep that can come together. But if you look at the world and humanity as broken and then you don't look at yourself as whole and that this unknown is part of life as it is the feeling of being unwanted and unexpected and undesirable as a norm. So again, in equanimity land, not in it's an unfair world or it's an unjust. That's the teenager of every person. When you have then three or one-year-olds that are afraid, you got a shit show basically, okay? So the ones who became extremists and that I'm seeing in 4D, and they're not extremists, again, in a way that's negative. They're just all over the stories. Uh, that's for the teenagers to do. For the grown-ups, we get to heal trauma, work together, and have new stories, have relationships that build a way for those who want to get out of their dysfunctional patterns and dysregulated nervous system. So people who are serious about their life and reclaiming their true self are the ones who know that humanity is not evil again. Evil is anyone who needs a good therapist, essentially, and a good one, not the ones who label them. So when you can see people as a whole, doesn't mean you need to be friends with all people in the world, no. And it doesn't mean that you're going to see what you share. That's not actually at all the case. Because if you're doing something with an agenda, then you're not doing yourself. You're not being yourself. You are planning. Planning is a very different thing than what I am describing, which is being able to socialize with people from your ventral vagal state and know that the only time you need a survival mode is if there's a physical weapon in front of you or there's an earthquake or some shattering event. Other than that, you got a person in front of you. And you can love them the way you love yourself and you can treat them the way you treat yourself. And if you're a person who's a whole three-year-old heart, you treat yourself with compassion and understanding and you know you're flawed and imperfect. And you unconditionally love yourself. This is the healthy self-worth that all the good therapists are talking about. So nobody is superior, inferior. Nobody is to be deemed worthy or unworthy. And the feeling of being unwanted is something that is yours from your zero one-year-old. And you can say, huh, even if I am, I'm, I'm alive and I'm not unwanted. I like who I am. <clears throat> I'm not going to change who I am. I'm going to become more of the person I want to be. Heart body, value body physical body, energy body, and mental body. The people who had the defectiveness shame, that is not their true self. Now, they might want to talk about that in a different way, and I understand that, and they will be the ones who share those stories, but they were not their true self. They were a version of their self that was leading with fear due to distortions of reality, due to dysfunction, dysregulation, and a household that did not support them to feel safe, to be their self. Emotionally, the attachment system mentally also especially if they were being gaslit manipulated stuff like that okay so there's many ways a person will have a false narrative and then breaking out of that illusion takes a certain amount of time before you can recognize it and really it's only because we have had in the past years good therapists out there speaking their words because of them having enough research that's finding how to say hey Hey, trauma is not the event. There's actual more behind the story. Here's what it is. Let's talk about it. And let's talk about attachment styles and categories. Let's talk about developmental trauma for the brains of people. Let's talk about how some people, they don't have an environment. And a lot more, we can be that support system because we are people and trauma is relational. Intimacy is the core. So once a person establishes the relationship with their first intimate body, and they will want to have healthy grown-ups around them that say, hey, 
you're a piece of shit, you know that? Here's why, but you don't say it in a way of let me cast a stone. You say it in a way of, you know, this doesn't really sit well with me. Here, let's talk about the feelings. Let's talk, let's talk about the stories together. Not with the ancients, not the stereotypes, not the generalization. So any person who is on a journey to become their whole adult self, I tell you, they are looking for those who are either already you are a 5D mystic, who knows compassion like the back of your hand, or you are a person who is into becoming your higher self one, and you understand about attachment and trauma, and you just know we're not heading to a shit show. No, no, future is here. It's a present, really, but, you know, since we got some ancient silverbacks and the, you know, prophetic 4D mystics out there talking about AI and technology just taking over the world, <laughs> we get to live what is, in fact, fun. By the way, that's why I like the woo-woo lady stuff, because that way, for mystic land shit, we can have fun. We like to have fun in a good way and to keep on, again, healing together trauma. Every person heals their own for those who have it right? And we get to support each other with the stories and compassion and understanding. And we do not, we do not in any way, shape or form cast a stone at people. So you have humanity in the forefront always because they are our brothers and sisters. And uh, if they want another word, that's good. Another word, strangers, but still we're all life. And we in fact can rebalance everything. There is no problemo. We've always done it. We keep doing it. We learn, we expand consciousness. It's called human evolution. I didn't think that there would be ancient silverbacks in 2023, but hey, I guess, you know, we, we get to keep seeing where the world is going to head, and, and I'm sure we'll head someplace really beautiful. <laughs> Don't make too much fun of the flat earthers. There's plenty of others, <laughs> but we might get some of them to start working in a different arena. Maybe they'll be like, you know what, I do want to use my brain to help the environment. I could do that. I'm an engineer. Let me get out of this group over here. Thanks so much for the time. It's been a pleasure. I'm going to go and talk about more important stuff and do more important stuff than try to, you know, let's disprove something that, why? What, what, what does it even, even if hypothetically, <laughs> the point is, what does it even matter? So anyways, okay. New stories, people, and a lot more love. That's where we're headed for the lovely Enlightenment Soul Age group. And those who are 5D mystics and or functional adults with our relationships, secure attachment. And that involves all of us, okay? So functional adults and securely attached. We dance a tango, polyamory, monoamory. We get to exchange and thoughts and more healing trauma. It's important. Obviously, let's not bore too many people to death because some people are like, ah, I don't want to hear about this anymore. I just want to pout about who I want to pout about. Okay, fine. You go ahead and pout. I'll be back later. Ciao. <laughs> so have a wonderful day, everyone.